2: Well met fellow adventurers. I am redoing the Shattered School Part 5 The Ghosts of Palemore Island. It's going to be mostly the same. So I'm just going to wash forward. Okay. Avoid you get a note about Palemore Island. Okay, now. Now I'm deciding, do I hide the skull? The answer is yes. Because. I can't. Because if you have the skull. The necromancer will try to kill you for it. Of course, if you don't have the skull. She'll try to kill you. You will have to kill. She'll try to kill you. Because, so, there's really no, you, you, there's no way to resolve it peacefully. So, pay a visit to Thane Point, because Thane, because keep is the most secure place in the entire city. Pay a visit to Thane Point. Thane Point welcomes you to his chamber, and listens with great interest. As you explained to him, your mission involved the Iron Skull. When when you ask if you can leave the skull with him for safekeeping, he smiles and tells you he will place it under guard in his private vault. You hand the skull to the thane and he studies it for a moment before placing it on the table next to him. You need not fear for his safety, he tells you as you prepare to depart. Twin keep is off the limit to thieves, and my vault is off the limit to all but myself's all but myself wish you luck on your business as well sounds like a rather dire affair you thank the thing and at once set off from terrific eager to reach Palmore Island and ring about the end of this treacherous business okay well I would pay this guy but last time I paid me he tried to murder and rob me so no I'm not going to pay you 25 gold to sail me to the island. Cause you don't even do it. You get your bad, you don't even get me past the difficult bit before stabbing me. You just you just get me just out of sight out of sight of land and then it's stabby times. But that's not a good idea for you because 'cause I'm used to having stabby times. Most of my times are stabby times. I am professional stabber. I have the skill I am literally a master of stabbing times. Stabby times. Oh wait, wait. Oh I just I forgot something else. Something else to do first. I want to get all the weaponry sub skills. Gonna quit. And gonna quit and go do that first. I've just popped down to your first to your first... Oh, done it. I thought I was recording a lot of stuff, but I actually wasn't. Oh, well, anyhow. In the interim, in the interim, while I was away, I went to the training yard and learnt three weaponry scub skills. And then I went to the Adventurers Collective and was taken to the secretive Master Adventurers, where I had to be... Knocked out to be taken there. So I took it to the master warrior. Who taught me the skill of weaponry staves. Which would have been cheaper for me to learn if I had done that first. But oh well. What are you going to do? Lose gold but you'll get it back. And that's that. Anyhow I learnt weaponry staves. I cashed in all the stored experience, that. I haven't used it yet. But I'll probably get round to that eventually. Then I bought the boat, rather than, I didn't steal the boat, because that's criminal. I didn't get someone to wire them there because that guy's a criminal who will try to rob me, anyhow. So now we got to explore the forest to the east and fight a load of ogre ghosts. I will just uh, leave it paused while I do that. Okay, that's all the ogre ghosts and ogre ghouls defeated. I've now got the crude wooden figure, which I will be using soon. Here come the knights, the ghost knights. They thank me for, you know, freeing them from 300 years of purgatory. Now they can go to super heaven. Alright. A surge of energy. Washes through your body. As the knight's ghostly. Mailed hands. Comes to rest on the top of your head. Okay. And now I earn 512 experience. To weaponry. And slashing. Bashing. Hacking. Polearm. Staves. Stabbing. And horsemanship. Now. Whether or not. That would also teach me They also do the, whether or not they'll do bonds, I don't think they would, but it might just by default. What does the wiki say? Okay, I've checked. You don't get any experience to lances because weaponry lances didn't exist at the time that this adventure was put out. And you don't get any experience to weaponry troll bonds because troll bonds didn't exist when those knights were killed. So there's no way they could know about troll bonds. No way at all. Because only the troll hunter knows about Troll Bonds and the people the Troll Hunter works with. Anyhow, yep. Add horsemanship too. Alright, that's... Alright, that was a lot more experience. Axe-wielding knight, bows and steps back. I'm also fully healed. Health-wise. 500 Troll experience to general. And off they go. Okay. Forests the west. Let's go use that idol. Crude wooden figure. Use it. 32 general And more importantly. 8 adventurer tokens. Which more than makes up. For the 2 adventurer tokens. I spent. I spent learning weaponry stays. Which I didn't have to do. But I chose to do, just because, well, I was going to do it eventually. So I might as well do it now, where it would get me 512 extra experience. Easton. Well, because apparently he's he's now forever departed, make way to the east and step out of the forest. Okay. Climb the slope to the north. Okay, you've got these skeletons firing flame balls at you. Alright, I'm going to use telekinesis this time. Failed. Both, both, both spears strike you straight, squarely on the on the head. And you're immediately engulfed in flame. Severely wounded and lucky to be alive. 23 damage. You manage to put, put out the flames that threaten to consume you and turn to face the advancing skeletons. It's two fire wielding skeletons, same as last time. But you know, these ones set me on fire. Which is quite rude. Five experience. The two skeletons crumble into piles of bone at your feet. You step over their charred remains to continue up the hill. Up the hill. What does divination say? I've got this triangle of stones, which is all get total necromancer stuff. It failed. Approach the triangle of stones. Alright, she says hi. It's all the same as before. Alright. And now she says, oh, necromancer. She says, oh yeah, I, I need the I need the skull so I can hold off being having the undead drag me off to something very nasty. Not exactly explained what, but it's definitely nasty. And yes, and Huron. And she says some nasty things about Huron, which may or may not have something to them. We just don't know. I mean, we haven't actually seen him do anything bad. But we haven't really seen him do much at all. I mean, we we don't know what he's like at home. Because, admittedly, his home is in another kingdom. So, And she can show you... I could agree to trade her the skull for the staff. But one... I don't have it. And two, she just tried to kill... I I did it before, and she just tried to kill me. No, I'm going to refuse the offer and demand she gives you the last skull fragment. Your refusal angers the necromancer. She curses you and raises her left hand. Then I shall take what I want, she growls, as I should have done from the start. Before you start, she thrusts her raised hand towards you and exhales sharply. A cloud of razor-sharp bone fragments materializes in front of her hand and hurtles straight for you. Okay, an item can be used. I can use fortification or I can just dodge. I think the item is a shield. So let's use the shield. Yes, yes, it was the item you could use. 16 XP to to general. Almost instinctively, you raise your shield just in time to meet the arrival of the hurtling, razor-sharp shards of bone. The deadly bone fragments clatter off your shield and fall harmlessly to the ground at your feet. It's not actually that many times you can do that. But a few, a few. The necromancer scowls and closes her eyes. A split second later, her eyes fly open as a low, ominous hum fills the air. A swirling black portal opens a few yards in front of the necromancer, and without delay, the waven haired sorceress rushes towards the Neverall Gate, with no chance at acquiring the missing skull fragments. In well, fact, just one. It seems your foe has opted to have... F- okay, she... Okay, yeah, yeah, she's looking for two, I'm looking for one. Seems your foe has opted to flee. You realise, unless you can stop her, she's about to escape with the final piece of the iron skull. Alright, here we are, checks as before. So, last time I used necromancy, and we had the Ghosts of those Knights help us out. Which, honestly, was a really nice way to end it, but I want to see how everything else goes. Maybe if I use uh, Illusion. Let's see what Illusion does. Well, it failed. I guess we won't see what Illusion does. Unless I reset the entire scenario just so I can see that. That's honestly a lot of work to go to just to see one line. So I guess you'll just have to play it yourself and see. Having failed it, you attempted to attempt... Your attempted action. You have no recourse but to charge at her and attempt to keep her from getting to the portal. You rush to the necromancer, desperate to prevent her from escaping through the portal. I I don't honestly I don't know if you can can fail this. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 66. 20 from agility, 18 from body, ten from luck. 18 for the on combat. Pick now. 104. You charge forward and tackle the necromancer just as she is about to step into the portal. She manages to twist away from you and regain her feet, but as she does, the portal swiftly and silently closes. The sorceress' face twists into a hideous scowl, and she launches herself at you. Her hands outstretched, as a faint black aura animates from the tip of her fingers. Without a word, she lunges at you. Yep. And this now we're back on track. We're just fighting the necromancer, just gonna wash through that. She mumbles, she sends deathly chills. Something, 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 Slain. 38 experience. I get the West the, I get the Iron Skull fragment. And the Telsilov. Which is the same name as the Bat in the Bat Cave. Does this mean anything? Is that just a title? For the leaders of the bats? But set off on your way. Alright. And the dead have come to claim one of their own. Alright. Yep, yeah, this is very creepy. Is the ne- and then you think, is the net like, is is Jorn like the net commander said she, said he she is he is. Well, we don't know, but we really have no. We have no evidence from someone who hasn't tried to kill us. You're somewhat surprised, Yorn, does not immediately inquire. Alright, I mean, and she, yes, and he's worried that she'll just come back, because, you know, necromancer. Iron's fragment. The, back to the horses. You Take the boat, the horses. We shall meet at dawn tomorrow, he says, just not of here. The start of the old East Forward Road. I will not enter the city again. I was already pushed. I was already pushed by luck more than is thought wise. Take care this night, Sir Crokington. We meet tomorrow at dawn. Alright. Alright, now to go and now to go and collect our iron skull from the Thane. Which will surely be a simple just a very simple easy thing with no, nothing unexpected happening. Upon returning to Twythick, you proceed at once to Twin Keep, and upon your request, rush it in to see Thane Poland in his private chamber. The Thane, seated behind a table, cluttered with books and maps, rises and greets you as you step into the room. He tells you he's happy to see you are safe, as the business with the iron, the iron skull, you alluded to it, your last meeting left him with an uneasy feeling. You needn't concern yourself about the skull any longer," he says triumphantly, Five i of the wretched thing. I sold it to a man I know who deals in such oddities. I must tell you, it fetched a tidy sum. Here's your share of it. What? 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 Thane picks a leather pouch off the clattered table, flings it to you. Inside the pouch are four adventurer tokens. But I promised Now Don't don't tell me my misguided no time jest has caught you off guard, says the Fane, laughing. Oh phew I could hardly resist. Honestly, Sir Tokington, I'm not someone not one to whom mirth comes easily though. I should say this provided an irresistible opportunity. In any event, I think you'll find this is more to your liking. Thane Pollen produces a leather bag and removes it from, from it the nearly complete iron skull. He hands you the curious item and tells you he studied it quite closely. Alright, I just got I just got four ACs. Yes, just for remembering, oh yeah, I'm friends with the fame. Ask <laughs> yes, us remember who your friends are. Never seen anything quite like that, he says, as you carefully tuck the skull in amongst your other belongings. If you've gone to this much trouble to protect it, well, it must be something of no meagre importance. I wish you luck with the head of business it is part of. I don't really know. All I know was it was stolen. It has necromantic powers and it's prob it's almost certainly safest with the archmage your one who presumably can put lots and lots of spells on it so it doesn't get stolen again. And I mean a lot of spells. You thank Thane Pollen for the tokens and, more importantly, for keeping the skull safe. Not a word about that, he says, smiling, as he dismisses the notion with a friendly wave. Take care of yourself, Herr Crokington. Stop around again when you can. With two thirds of the skull now safely back in your possession, you prepare to meet Hugh on the appointed time and place tomorrow and return the coveted item to him. At dawn the following day, he will leave and head for the meeting place that Huron specified. You are the first to reach the agreed-upon spot, the start of the old forest road outside the city. Within only a short while, the sound of approaching hoofbeats signals the arrival of the Master Mage and his guards. Huron and his two armed companions trot into view atop their worthy steeds. The white-bearded mage promptly dismounts and greets you. You waste no time in adding the rest of the Iron Skull to him. Yep, and he reacts like he did previously. Alright, what does Divination say? Alright, yes, the skull is evil, but Huron doesn't mean anything bad. But I'm going to gaze into the Iron Skull, even if it might not necessarily that safer thing to do, because I like the I like the huge amount of experience. And here we are, 7,168 experience to necromancy. If necromancy was higher, it would be even more. But there's re- you're not there's not really much need for training powers beyond level seventy. I think there's about one exception in the entire game, where you, you where you do where you use powers above level seventy, and it's something you can just get round. So, all right, yep, you can keep it safe. Still okay. And I get my eight adventure tokens. So that means I got twenty adventurer tokens from this one adventure. All right, and that, and that is that. Okay, that is everything to do with part five of the Shattered Soul Skull Saga. But more things have now been re- re- now been revealed, so I might as well do that now. The Dream of the Iron Skull. In your dreams appears the one object you really hope you'll never see again. Bark on this adventure. Ever since the conclusion of the events involving Archmage Huon and this mysterious Iron Skull, the nights have been plagued by strange, often disturbing dreams. And despite having defeated the Necromancer and succeeded on your mission... You can't seem to shake the feeling that someone or something still prowls in your wake, shadowing you at your every turn in the city. Only to slip out at night before you can glance back over your shoulder. Dearest of all, however, is the dream of the Iron Skull. Seven nights after the events on Parable Island, you hoped. to you would never again lay eyes upon her and yet emerging from the thick mist that swirls and eddies at the edge of your vision is the face you never truly forget the thin drawn face of the waven-haired necromancer the sorceress who met her fate to your hands on the forsaken island the necromancer glides slowly towards you a gentle smile sharp contrast to the demeanour she display as, as your last meeting. When she's within only a few feet she slows her approach and bows. I must thank you Sir Quentin, she says. Her voice wavering and thin. The hunt is over. I've and un- un- i am sisters. A ghastly array of black silhouettes wise out of the gloom behind her. Through they never come into focus, each of the figures, while human, is hideously distorted and exaggerated, giving the silent, shadowy legion a nightmarish feel. I'm no longer troubled by what I have left behind, she continues. Though there is still one thing, This is a dream, right? The necromancer, whose beauty remains captivating, despite her drawn, almost haggard appearance. Smiles, she thrusts out her white arm towards you. Instinctively, you try to step back. A sense of horror grips you when you find you cannot move. A rounded object rests in the palm of your outstretched palm of her her extended hand, and as two fiery crimson orbs flares to life piercing the shadows you suddenly realise you're gazing upon the iron skull have you seen the eyes these eyes before she asks as a ghoulish grin spreads across her face certainly removing any semblance of her beauty that remains certainly master Huron asked you to look into the eyes of his prize did he not and could you resist? There are few who could. Only half aware that it is all but a dream. You attempt to ask the necromancer what she's getting at. And when you open your mouth to speak, only a faint whisper escapes your lips, and your voice goes on her, unheard. It is how he ensnared all the others, she says, as the grin on her face fades. The scollon is his weapon. It is the water of souls. For slow and undetectable is the decay it sees. You will find yourself unable to find fault with him. There is always an answer. Always an explanation. Always something better left for another time. And while you wait for his answers, behind that kindly face hatch schemes of murder and ruin. A sense of dread overwhelms you and begins to shake as the necromancer withdraws her arm and the iron skull disappears. She steps backwards into the mist and is nearly lost to the Swirling Vapours before she speaks for a final time. Now is when you must be on your guard, she says, her voice fading to a whisper as she sinks back deeper into the wyving fog. Now is when you will come as a friend if only to complete his disguise, and set into motion a string of events so subtly terrible that... The hollow clanging of a bell in the distance interrupts the necromancer, and before the echo report is, repeat, is complete, she is gone. You wake with a start to the sound of the toiling bell, the dawn bell from the old tower on the terrific gray, and few indeed those those things capable of a harsher or more ominous din. Two days after the disturbing dream, having largely forgotten many of its finer details, and having and chalked up the rest to your uneasy state of mind following the events surrounding the Iron Skull, you find yourself taken aback when you receive a met letter from the, from the Wysorian Archmage. You immediately unfurl the wax sealed sheet and read the fanciful script that flows elegantly across its smooth surface. My dearest Sir Quakington, please do not think ill of me for seeming to have forgotten the promise I made to you at the outset of this unfortunate, though satisfactorily concluded affair. I can assure you I have not. I have unlocked one of the many hidden powers of your Quickstone. I can quite imagine you wishing me wishing to ask me which it is, for I dare say that would ruin much of the sport of it. I believe you will not be long in discovering it for yourself. May only fair winds blow your way, and may each day carry you fresh hope and a renewed spirit. Until we meet again H After folding up the letter, you gaze down at your quick store wondering what new power now drows in the heart of the amazing but mysterious artefact. As you study the stone, you suddenly and vividly recall the somewhat haunting words of the necromancer from your dream two nights ago. Now is when you must be on your guard. Now is when he will come as a friend, if only to complete his disguise. And set into a motion of a string of events so subtly terrible that, though your thoughts still churn, as you continue to weigh the forwards of the Necromancer against the kindly and revered figure of the Archmage, you, you at least come to one solid conclu- conclusion. You hope to never again hear of or lay eyes upon the Iron Skull. New quickstone power. One of the hidden powers within your quickstone has been unlocked. Discover what this power is and how it works. It's recommended that you find a few monsters or other such undesirable creatures to do battle with. And keep a close watch on any twenties you might roll. And that gets me 256 experience and ends this adventure. Alright, right, I think that brings us up to date. Oh, and some more adventures have been unlocked. Now we have 39 available adventurers. Yes, we've got an agent in black. Black in Hawklaw, is the one new? Not sure. All right. Let's see. Oak Road Road Keep, we had a midnight visitor. Hmm, You know what? How much time are we in? 32 minutes? Okay, that's a fairly short adventure, so let's do that one too. Okay, visit Oak Road Keep. Adventures for this location: a midnight visitor. The softness of a gentle wappy. the door just after midnight belies the powerful nature of a most unexpected guest. Start the adventure. Awoken to the sound of a gentle whapping at the main door of the keep. You rarely deduced it must be near midnight as you make your way along the darkened corridor. Too groggy to utilise proper caution, and quite certain that any potential wobblers would quickly regret their Brazen ambitions, you throw open the door there standing just outside the weighty slap, his back turned to you. It's a tall white-haired man clad in cloth breeches and a red tunic. A black cloak is dripped over his wounded shoulders. You're about to ask what the what the man the man was meaning for his mean for this lace what Man, what the meaning for his lazy intrusion is when he suddenly turns around, revealing his white-bearded face, a face quite familiar to you. Standing on the step of Oak Road Keep in the hour directly following midnight is none other than the Wyselian Archmage Yurwan. Well. Well, tieship man. Ah. Well, touch manners aren't legendary, but I thought you'd invited me in just a bit more swiftly, he says. His withered face slowly contorts into a grin. An hour later, seated before the reinvigorated fire, with her hands clutching a vessel of woot wine, you've heard a detailed account of Huon's recent travels, including the virgil's journey that brought him into Tysa to your very door. Quite surprised to learn that you'd come into possession of the keep, he says, setting down his drink and leaning back in his chair. The blind maid yawns and thanks you again for assisting, he saved the night. He might could inquire as to how he made such a long journey. Seemingly on foot, without his usual formidable, formidable entourage, haven't yet guessed? He yes, asked, smiling. Surely you've, you've, you've come to learn there are great, guarded secrets hidden away in the depths of its soul. It's being the quickstone. Much to astonishment, Huron reaches to his pouch at his side and withdraws a quickstone. He holds up the small, red, corn sized rock and rubs it between his long fingers. I don't suppose you've had a look below? He, he queries, pointing to the floor floor beneath his chair, an obvious reference to the lair he discovered below the keep. Good. Good. On we lawns old haunt. It's a place of great interest to me. And I dare say in need of a mind as sharp as my own to fully investigate its secrets. Alas, though... Threstle, for I possess very little time for such study, will happily leave you to look after the matter as you will. He and I had a falling out many years ago. Always questioning, always probing, always searching, and he never satisfied with any answer he might receive to his boundless inquiries. All, all along, could quickly dissolve even the most stalwart patient, patience, and frequently did. You ask the archmage about Orbelon and its hidden lair. Well, foremost among his incessant obsessions was this. He says in response, holding up a quickstone. He came across one of them, much like you did. But he wasn't content with the obvious powers it possessed. He asked me on numerous occasions to unlock its secrets such things are not to be done on a whim. I know only too well the unforeseen consequences of whack action. Huronon returns his quickstone to the pouch and holds his hand out towards you. Here, let me have a look at yours, he says. Before you can even consider complying with the request, your quickstone, fir- grasped firmly by invisible fingers, flies out of your possession. And into the his outstretched hand. Hey That's kind of rude. But I guess you made them so He gently rubs the surface of the stone with his fingers. Glowing? Yes, green? No. Well what? what is it you say? Blue. Quite. Right. What does it say? Let's go have a look at my quick stone again. Quick stone. The quick stone is glowing a faint blue. Yes, after I put it in that contraption. Reaches over and hands the stone back to you. Omelon was clever. So that's I will assist you, says. Your stone now bears one of the three enchantments. So, unlock lock it's one of its more impressive abilities. I don't suppose you. Clearly recall the matter by which it acquired its new luminescence? As best as you can, you describe the hue and the contraption discovered in the in Oberlawn's hidden lair. Your mention of the suspended iron pot seems to startle the archmage. An iron pot, yes, quite unconventional, he says, drawing his hand to his mouth and casually stroking his thick white beard. Shame. Shame that a man so unfettered by that which is tried and true, so strikingly brilliant in his eccentric simplicity, could have ever reached the end of his days. Of course, it's entirely possible he yet lives. Seeing no reason to divulge that which he discovered in the... Seeing no reason not to divulge that which you discovered in the hidden lanes of on. You tell her about the strange mirror, the white-bearded man. You watch step through its surface. The archmage stifters, stiffens in his chair. Ah, then perhaps that settles the matter, he says, after an odd delay. Seems that Ormolorn is yet among us. No doubt carrying on his endless investigation into the minutiae of all that crosses his path. Would you, Sir Crokington... To remain watchful as long as you choose to dwell here. I need to say no more at the present. The warning I've just give, give, given you needs no further explanation. Having discussed... Having given your impression that you no longer wishes to discuss Ormolon. You ask here on about the enchantment your brickstone now bears. It's one of the three enchantments that are required. You want to lock... One of the stone's more potent traits, he says. Might beyond giants, and wisdom above that of the most learned sages. All three enchantments will unleash a power buried deep within the heart of the quickstone. The abilities are soar to heights previously unattainable, surpassing the very legends by to whom such glorious attribution belongs. QAnon smiles. I'll say no more. For things spoken before. The proper time. Do only ill, he says. Now, if you allow me, I have something for you. And it's off to bed. Hmm. What could this mean? Honestly, most people are thinking it's ways to boost those stats above 20. And maybe to level above 100. But we don't know, because we haven't found that the two two other enchantments are not in the game yet. Huron produces a folded piece of grey cloth and hands it to you. You unfold the soft, thin garment and recognise it to be a rather plain-looking cloak. The cloak of the Wanderer, he says, as if making an official proclamation. I suppose I am. Or was the Wanderer. Not quite as good as my old cloak of, the archmage, which thy, which that old old fool. That's tallies, has somehow come into possession of. There are indeed few that compare with it. It is yours, Sir not It's the cloak of the wanderer. It's very nice. It has six melee weighting, ten stamina points, and two Neville reserve. It raises your aura. Mind and spirit by one each. Requires 15 aura, 15 mind, 15 spirit, and 50 arcania, which I comfortably have. This enchanted cloak was given to you by Huron during a visit to your residence. Alright, and that replaces... The studded rogues cape. Which, hmm. Alright that boosts agility and luck, but what if I just remove that? Will that how much badly will that affect my stats? Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. The cloak of the wanderer, here you go. All right, stats are up but oh, okay, agility is is fine. But luck has now gone down to nineteen. Oh well. I'll be boosting that eventually. There's no there's no real way for me to meter. Okay, what's what's my phantom armour boosting me now? The Phantom 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 It's on the Warlord's or All right. Which yeah, which is boosting my agility, body and might. Which are all things that need boosting. Yeah okay, yeah okay. I I'll, I'll, I'll be keeping that on. You thank Huron for the generous gift, and he nods. There you are, you see. I've just purchased myself future lodgings in this rather inhospitable region, he says, laughing. Do you much fancy the colour? If I'm able to recall, it's a deep grey. Perhaps there's another colour you'd like to be. He'd only ask. It's an old and simple trick to alter it. I would change it on a whim to suit my mood when I was a younger man. All right, so I can keep it grey... I can ask Huron to change the cloak's colour. This, of course, doesn't do anything. Alright. Huron runs through a long list of colours that you can change it to. Seemingly to relishing the opportunity to work a bit of magic he hasn't called upon in years. You give him a thought... you give thoughtful moment as to what colour you would like the cloak to be. It could be red, blue, green, white, black, golden, silver, purple and brown. Hmm. What colour? I'm going for green. Huron mutters something and waves his hand over the cloak. You are stunned to discover the plane walking looking garment now bears a brilliant green hue. You also notice that the arsemane's tunic which only moments ago was a bright red is now a dull grey. You decide not to make any mention of it. Huron tells you that he hopes you'll be able to put the cloak to good use. Oh, I already am. Now, if you'll not fret too much over such impropriety, I shall bid you my most welcoming of hosts. A good night and a fairer tomorrow, he says, rising and stretching. With that, the Archmage retires to one of Oak Road Keeps' comfortable guest quarters. We spend several minutes studying the gift that he's just given you, before stalling suit and returning to bed. Right, now let's look at this cloak some more. Let's see here somewhere, Cloak of the Wanderer. It's green. At your request, Huron magically altered the colour of this cloak from its original grey to startling green. I don't does that does that change the number? No no it doesn't. It it doesn't change its item number. Everything else about it is the same. It's just it's green now. turning to bed. He rise at dawn to find Huron in the main hall of the keep, making ready to depart. The white-bearded caster, a mage whose power is believed to rival the Grey Mage, smiles as you approach, and tells you he must immediately be off. I shall find no west, until I've tended to matters that have long called for my attention, he says. Keep your stone safe, Sir Croqueton and expect me to call again, as both our circumstances permit. Huron gazes about at the world of a cavernous hall, and then turns back to you. Not to put too fine a point on things, he says. Perhaps a tapestry or just a few statues would suit this part well. I'm sure you've more important things with which to concern yourself. I dare say I do. Farewell, friend. You meet the, uh, the master mage in the shoulder cross, then see him out. Standing before the door of Oak Keep. Watch him stroll away from the meandering road that leads past the gates, till he's no longer in sight. As you make your way back to the main hall, you wonder when it is you will next lay eyes upon the powerful and mysterious Archmage. 32 experience the general, and that finishes the adventure called... A midnight visitor. And it also unlocks another adventure which is in my residence Which which one is my residence again? Oh oh yeah, it's it's under its name. It's called the Winds of Mount Stonejaw. You know what? Let's do that next. Since we're already in my residence, we might as well have the adventures that are there. Well, there's only one adventure there right now, but there will be more. There will be more. But anyway, until then, farewell fellow adventurers.